You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hey everyone, and welcome to Not So Small Talk. I am your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, the dream design coach, and I am so excited to be here with you today, live on this gorgeous Tuesday afternoon. So I have been really racking my brain about what to talk about this week because so much has been coming up energetically. We've had coronal mass ejections. We've had solar flares. We've had all of these things happening on an atmospheric level that are causing everyone to be either super high energy and like almost like feeling like the Energizer Bunny or feeling super low energy depending on um, the calibration of that individual. And so you know, this week we've seen a lot of people feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like I can do things I never thought I could do before. And we've got some people that are like, I don't understand. Usually I do these three things to get myself out of it. And today those things just aren't working. So to start us off, if you're watching us live, I would love, love, love to say hi to you. If this is your first time watching me, or if you've watched me before, um, I want to tell you a little bit about me and kind of who I am. So my name is Emily Westervelt. I'm the dream design coach, and I help spiritual, creative, entrepreneur types, people who don't fit the mold, people who are here to do something big. I help them reclaim the creative power to design their dream lives and businesses so they can manifest them. So I am all about helping you access that inner divinity, that power that you have to create your dream life. And once you learn what that power is, and once you understand how powerful you are to create your life, that's where the magic starts happening. And so that's the work that I do with my clients. Um, So if you're interested in more information about that, you can certainly DM me or you can join my group, which is called um, Designed to Dream. You can go to the Facebook group and check that out. But let's talk about today's topic, because I think this is a really important one. And today I want to talk to you about something that you're doing that is stopping you from manifesting your dreams that you probably don't even realize. This is this is a mistake that you're making that you may not even realize that you're doing it or how powerful it is when you do it, okay? And so it's this. A lot of people, and myself included, right, I've been in this boat, a lot of people have a tendency to try to get the universe to prove them wrong. So what I mean by that is that you have all the reasons why you can't do something or why it's not going to work out for you or why your case is different. And you're daring the universe to say, well, no, that isn't true right? The universe, you're daring it to say, well, no, actually, you're really great at that. Or actually, this is going to work out perfectly for you. Because what we've been taught in our society, and we live in a very self-deprecating society, and especially in my generation, when you were told that you were beautiful, right? Your job was to say, oh, I'm not that beautiful. 
right? We're supposed to deflect compliments. We don't want to be too haughty. We don't want to be too, too conceited. And so what we do is we end up living in a world where we're deflecting reality, okay? So when it comes to the universe, we say all these self-deprecating things about our lives and make affirmations about how bad things are so that the universe will pipe in and go, oh, no, 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 that's not true. You're beautiful. Oh, no, that's not true. You have money. Oh, no, that's not true. And so what we end up doing is we create a self-fulfilling prophecy where everything that we tell the universe is wrong. The universe goes, yep, you're absolutely right. So here is a piece of information or a piece of guidance that I want to share with you that I want you to remember. I want you to lock this away in the vault of your brain forevermore. And it is this. The universe is the great prover. It can only show you what you believe to be true. So no matter how many times you try to fight with the universe and prove that, you know, and, and get it to prove you wrong, it never will. Hi, Robert. So good to see you. The universe will not prove you wrong, no matter how much you try to be like, and see, this is bad, and this is bad, and this is bad, and this is bad. Right, universe? The universe is going to be like, yep, absolutely. So what happens is we go through our lives and we argue, like you saw me say earlier this week, we argue for our limitations. Well, you don't understand. I can't do that because this is in the way and this is in the way and this is in the way. And we close down the possibility of all the ways that it could work out, right? Now, 99.9 million point nine nine percent of the things in the world are possible, right? Maybe there are some things that at this moment are still impossible, but somebody has done them through some means. So when we say, well, that's not possible for me, then we're shutting down all the different ways that the universe could bring that into our reality. So I'm doing my best to stay out of the universe's way after I ask for a big bag of miracles. Yeah, exactly. So what's happening is you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy because I want you to think of the universe, God's source, higher power, kind of like the way that we would think of a genie, okay? And every time you say something or you affirm something, the universe folds its big old fluffy arms and says, your wish is my command. So the thing you have to understand is that the universe doesn't, it's not personal, okay? So when I'm talking, first of all, let me back up for a second. When I talk about the universe, I mean, whatever it is that's holding this ball of chaos together, whether you believe that's source energy, God, a higher power, enlightenment, whatever it is, light energy, whatever it is for you, there is an entity that is controlling everything in our world and everything in our reality. Okay. So, but it's not personal. It doesn't say, oh, you know, you, you didn't give thanks to me today, so I'm not going to give you what you want. Or you didn't, read, you know, your chapters in your book today. So you're not going to get the things that you desire, or I don't really like you. So I'm not going to give you what you desire. That's not how it works at all. It is impersonal. It can only operate based on your belief. So if you're constantly going through your life, and I have been guilty of this too, proving, trying to prove yourself wrong, it's not going to happen. Okay, so when you talk about all the reasons why it can't work out and all the ways that this isn't for you and it's just not going to happen, 
you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Why is that? Well, because you are made of source energy. And so you are actually the one who is in charge of your outcomes. So when you are affirming that they're not going to work or that all these things are in your way so they can't work, then you are effectually saying, I am ordaining that this doesn't work out for me. Okay. So we, again, we have a tendency to do this because we don't want to be caught with our pants down. We don't want to feel like, oh my gosh, what if I put all my trust in this and then I look stupid, right? But what we fail to realize, and again, I'm putting myself in this category 1 million percent. This is something that was so hard for me to learn. When we put ourselves in this category, we are essentially saying, I don't believe that I have the ability to affect this outcome. So knowing, like I said below, the universe is the great prover. It can only show you what you believe to be true, this is where the fun happens. This is where you get to start making changes. If you presuppose, which means that you assume for the sake of an argument that this is true and that the universe can only show you what you believe, what do you want to believe? Do you want to believe that it never works out for me and she always gets the things I want and I don't get them? That's not a fun belief. Do you want to believe that every time I invest money, it ends up going nowhere and I don't make any profit? That's not a fun belief. So what do you want to believe? It starts with a desire to believe. So where in your life are there things that you want to change your beliefs? Because if you have a belief that something isn't going to work, the universe can only deliver you that thing not working. Have you ever noticed that when somebody is in peril or somebody has a communicable disease or terminally ill disease or something like that, and everybody gets together to pray, and sometimes that person will have a miraculous recovery? Why is that? Well, if you're you know, a theologian, then you'd probably say that it's because God has bestowed healing on that person. But from a metaphysical perspective, what that looks like is that enough people got together and shifted their belief and believed that they had the ability to affect an outcome. And so they did. So I'll give you a really cool example about this. Um, there was a study done where they had some folks pray for some people who were in the hospital. So they prayed for this group of people. And of course, they had a control group that they didn't pray for. And after all of this praying that went on for such and such a time, what ended up happening is that the majority of the people, it might have even been all of them, but it was definitely majority of the people who had been prayed for got better. And the people who hadn't been prayed for either passed away or got worse. Now, here's what's interesting, which totally blew my mind from a quantum perspective. Some of the people who had been prayed for were in the hospital or were sick before these people who prayed for them were born. And some of them were there then, and some of them, you know, weren't. And the people that were praying, some of them were praying for people in the past. And the prayers that they had in the future somehow affected the past. How does that happen? Because belief. Because when you believe that your prayers have power, when you believe that you have the ability to create and change your outcomes, 
the universe has no choice but to make those changes for you or with you, I should say. So how do we shift this? Well, it starts, like I said, it starts with what do you want to believe? Get clear on what you want the world to look like. What do you want to be your reality? Instead of getting bogged down in, well, that's not going to work because this is my reality. See, what a lot of my clients do, and I see this all the time. So if, you, if you're if you watching this and you're one of my clients, do not feel called out because I promise you there's five more people that are clients of mine that are going through the exact same thing. So I, you think I'm calling you out and I swear I'm not. And I'm saying that to several of you right now. But you'll come to me and say, well, this won't work for me because this is my reality. This is my reality. And I'll say, well, when did you decide that that was the only reality that was available to you? Well, it's not really up to me. It's because so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did this. And this thing that's happening outside of me, whatever it is, is dictating my life. To which I say... Why? When did you decide that? What would happen if you shifted that belief? So what we realize then is that it's not about changing our reality so much as it's about changing how we believe our reality is. Okay. So for example, let's say that you were fighting with your spouse nonstop. You're like on the edge of divorce. You guys can't see eye to eye, right? your first inclination would be, well, they just need to change their behavior, okay? Like they need to start being nicer to me or they need to stop staying out so late or they need to stop spending money at the casino or whatever it is, okay? That that would be the first thought. The second thought would be, I need to stop being whatever I'm doing. I need to go above and beyond and I need to change the way that I am with this person. And that is a more evolved thought, but it's still backwards, Because what you really need to do is to change the belief that your relationship can work. To change what will it feel like when we are in harmony? What will it feel like when I truly believe my spouse is my favorite person in the world? Can you believe that? Because if you can't believe that, then you can change the circumstances and what you do and how you do it, but you're always going to come back to that core belief that doesn't align. Another great example, people who win the lottery. People win millions and millions of dollars in the lottery, and what do they mostly do? They mostly piss it away. Why? Because they don't identify with the belief of a person who has that kind of money right? They don't believe that they're able to have that kind of money. And so they've got to get rid of it quick so they can go back to what they do believe about themselves, that I never win anything, that I don't have a lot of money, that I live in poverty or whatever, you know, that I'm middle class or whatever it is. And so when you go through your life daring the universe to change your belief, that's never going to happen. You have to do the belief work first. And what, what's amazing about this is that this is work you can do right now in this moment without having to go see a coach, without having to go do you know therapy, without having to go buy any products or read any books. You can start simply by saying, what do I want to believe? So let's say, for example, let's just use me as an example. What do I want to believe? I want to believe that I am a million dollar coach. Let me check that in my body. Do I feel like I can believe I'm a million dollar coach? Mm, Not right now. 
So what do I need to do to change that belief? I need to feel what it's like to believe that I'm a million dollar coach. Now I can't go there right away because if I try to go right to that thought, my brain goes, no, you're not right. My subconscious doesn't even want to hear it. So what could I say instead? I can't wait until I'm a million dollar coach. (laughs) Better, but still kind of implies that it's separate from me, that it's in the distance. So what could I say that brings it closer to me, that brings it closer into my belief? I am looking forward to being a million dollar coach. Better. We're getting there. I am excited to have the feelings of a million dollar coach. Oh, yes. Can't argue with that, right? Definitely that. I am excited to be a million dollar coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so what I do is I keep on just picking away a little bit at that doubt and slowly building up the belief, right? So I look forward to the day when I can stand on a stage and say, I'm a million dollar coach. I am elated that someday my life will include saying that I'm a million dollar coach. I am thrilled to have a legacy of being a million dollar coach. And little by little, we start slipping in those identity shifts, just tiny, tiny bit, kind of like we're, we're turning up the heat a little bit, but not enough that we notice it. And the more that we practice this and the more that we really allow ourselves to play with these belief shifts, the more that this becomes normal and the more that we can kind of bring this into our reality. Robert says, this means that those walks from the back of the train to the front where I walked through as king of the world, walking amongst my loyal subjects who love me dearly, I was. Absolutely. Yes. And like sometimes I'll put on my glasses, right? Like I've got these super awesome blue light glasses and I'll put these on and imagine that I am now whoever I want to be. I'm Elena Cardone. I'm Oprah. I'm whoever, right? I'm seeing the world through their identity. And and it shifts the beliefs almost instantaneously and also makes my eyes really dizzy. Um, Hey, dream builder. Are you loving this stuff? Do you want more? More human design, law of attraction and manifestation? Then my designed to dream membership is for you. You'll get the Dream Design Vault packed with pre-recorded content to help you design and manifest your dreams, a monthly group coaching call with me, and a monthly theme and meditations to support you on your journey. Membership is just $47 a month, and you can cancel anytime with no hassle. Join us and start designing your dreams now. So this is the work that you get to do, right? You get to step into this next level of your own identity and what those new beliefs become. So now instead of saying, well, you know what? Like this is never going to work for me because it's never worked before. And hearing the universe go, your wish is my command. What can you say instead? I'm really excited that this is going to be the time that it works out. And the universe goes, your wish is my command. I believe that I am a coach who's worth a million dollars. Your wish is my command. And so as you start to build those beliefs, that is where the the universe starts turning things around and showing up for you. So you think that this self-deprecation that you're creating, like, oh, 
it was, you know, it was just a little painting. It's hanging in the Louvre. Yeah, I know, but I, 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 I painted it before dinner. Like it's no big deal, right? Like, like we've been taught to have that kind of deference and, and that kind of deprecation about our work. And we do the same thing when we're designing our lives. We do the same thing when we're creating our next level. So this is something that I actually work on very heavily in my work with my one-on-one clients and also my group programs is really shifting those limiting beliefs and replacing them with ones that are more affirming for what we're trying to create in our lives in with the universe. Okay. So instead of like, this never works out for me, I'm a person who's never going to have those kind of results. It's this always works out for me. And I do have those kind of results. And so those are the people who are now shifting their belief systems and becoming completely different people. So you'll notice that a lot of times people will come out of my programs and out of my one-on-ones and you're like, oh my gosh, how is that the same person? Well, it's been that person all along. They just shifted their belief. They shifted what they believed was possible for them. And then once that started to happen, they shifted a new belief and they shifted a new belief and a new belief and a new belief until all of a sudden they turned around and they were like, I don't even recognize the person on that first call. And it's like, exactly, because you've now recognized that your life and everything that you've created is simply a reflection of your beliefs. And those beliefs are not right or wrong. They don't have, you know, polarity one way or the other. They just are. There's no, oh, well, you believe this, that makes you bad. You believe this, that makes you good. You believe this, ergo, that is reality. And I know this is really deep for some people and I recognize that. So if anybody feels like they want to have a conversation about this or dig into this deeper, feel free to DM me. I'm happy to clarify what I'm talking about. You'll also notice too, if you watch me long enough, that sometimes I start scratching my nose and I've learned that scratching my nose means that there's some kind of source energy there. So sometimes I'll say things um, and I won't actually know what I said because I wasn't actually the one saying it. You'll notice the shift in my energy when that happens and my eyes kind of glaze over. So if that happens, just know that I'm, I'm coming back. Um, but so, so getting back to what I was saying. So when it comes to this limiting belief shift, the first thing you have to do is decide that you want to change your beliefs. And the second thing you do is you decide what are the new beliefs going to be? And then you have to start acting as if those are your beliefs. And you have to remember that a lot of the beliefs you have, you don't even have an attachment to them. They're not even your beliefs. So I don't know if you've heard this story. Um, There was an experiment done where they took a bunch of orangutans or monkeys of some kind, and they put them in a big habitat. And in the middle of the habitat, they put a ladder. And they dangled a banana from the top of the ladder. And obviously, all of the monkeys were clamoring to get up there to get this banana. So when they went to get the banana, all of the monkeys got sprayed with freezing cold water. So they stopped. They came down the ladder. For the next week or so, every time a monkey would go up there and try to get the banana off of the ladder, the other monkeys would pull it down because these monkeys, because they were getting sprayed. Every time someone would go to get the banana, someone, they would all get sprayed. So they learned really quickly, we don't want anyone to go up there because that water's cold and we don't like that. So every time the monkey went up there, they would spray it, okay? Or they would spray everybody in the the, um, habitat thing. So after about a week or so of this, when they got everybody used to this, they took out a monkey and they put in a new monkey. And guess what happened? That monkey learned really quickly that anytime somebody tries to go up the ladder, we spray them 
So we need to pull them down. And they did this systematically replacing each monkey week after week until none of the monkeys that were in there were the same monkeys. And yet somehow when they would put a new monkey in and it would try to climb the ladder, all the other monkeys would try to pull it off the ladder. None of them had ever been sprayed, yet they had a belief that it was not a good idea to climb the ladder to get the banana. They didn't know where the belief came from. They didn't know why they had it, but it was a strongly rooted belief in their culture that if you go up the ladder, we need to pull you down. Okay. So think about where in your life you have limiting beliefs that you've allowed to perpetuate that aren't even real. Things that don't even matter. How many of us have parents who have parents who grew up during the depression? So their parents taught them that everything is precious and that you have to be careful and you have to eat everything on your plate and you have to never throw anything away. And so what happens? We have, you know, a a society of parents who all keep way too much stuff who, you know, have taught us that we have to eat everything on our plate. Maybe, you know, we have some more obesity from eating too much or what have you because these beliefs no longer hold, but they did at the time, right? So we've brought these beliefs with us, but they don't necessarily serve us anymore. So where in your life are you daring the universe to prove you wrong? That alone, if you can start recognizing where you do this and change that behavior, you will be absolutely amazed at how quickly things will start to change for you. Because now, instead of the universe having to prove you wrong, the universe will be working to prove you right. Because you'll be saying, okay, universe, show me proof that. Okay, universe, show me proof that. Okay, universe, show me proof that. And when that starts happening, you will wonder why it took you so long to get the universe working for you instead of against you. Because as far as the universe is concerned, remember, it's not personal. It's reacting to what you believe. Whether what you believe is good or bad for you doesn't really matter. So when you can get used to the fact that there is nothing personal about this relationship between you and the universe... That's where the magic can really start to happen. That's when you start to recognize that you truly are co-creating your life in every way, in every aspect at all times. So if you found this information helpful and you'd like more stuff like this, you can join my Facebook group, which is um, Unstoppable Dreaming. So it's facebook.com slash group slash Unstoppable Dreaming is the URL, but the group is actually called Designed to Dream. I also have a monthly membership. It is $47 a month. And you can go to amylee.club to join that. You can get access to all of my my vault as well as a monthly coaching call with me, as well as guest experts that come in and chit-chat with us. Um, It's a really powerful community. Really, really love it. Um, I think this is our eighth month or something like that. And I, I really think it's a great community. So you can definitely check that out. And if you have any other questions, feel free to message me privately. I do have a group program that's coming up called Elevated Self. You can join the group to hear more about that. And I just want to leave you with this quote, the universe is the great prover. It can only show you what you believe to be true. So in closing, let me ask you, What do you 
belief. I hope that you have a fantastic week. I will probably be back later for the 180 challenge. In fact, I'm pretty sure I will. So I'll probably see you guys then. Until then, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And may you be at peace. Namaste. Thank you.